Hello and welcome to All the Overs, the only Essex cricket podcast. I'm Terry. I'm Cheese. I'm Owen. And together we are three friends who talk Essex cricket. Um, and three friends who've not uh, spoken for a few weeks now. So it is very good to be back around the screen and uh, talking about the blast. Uh, because it's all about the blast at the moment. Um, uh, how are you, Owen? You well? Yeah, yeah, busy, but but well, yeah. And what about you, Cheese? Yeah, good. I mean, there's been a lot of cricket on at the moment, so very happy. It, it feels like there's a match almost every day at the moment. Like you can literally just keep your TV on constantly and there's cricket to watch, which is very nice. But I still maintain what I said a couple of weeks ago on uh, one of my little preview videos, um, scheduling that that they're just so there's some of them were just so close together. I could barely keep up with what was going on. So so there we go. Um, have we managed to um, keep on top of um, actually watching any? And because I don't think any of us have managed to get to away matches yet, have we? I've been following like. ESPN Quick Info is on the on the desktop like all day, every day, as soon as there's a game on. Um, so yeah, I've been staying on top of things that way. But yeah, not not been able to get down and about to to see it in person. You mean you didn't schlep yourself to Glamorgan? I didn't. I'm quite glad I didn't. <laughs> That's all right. I didn't either. So it's a bit far. And we lost. So there you go. But um, but no, I think it, it's been a, a really interesting few weeks, certainly, um, with a, a bit of a mixed bag in terms of outcomes. So, obviously, we've uh, eight there are eight matches. We've managed to play seven. Obviously, Gloucestershire was abandoned. Um, so, what, before we uh, sort of launch into sort of individuals and you know batting and bowling performances, things like that, like what? How are we feeling about the blast just generally so far? What's what's our, what are overall impressions? Um, what we're excited about. I think it's been a very strong start, very positive with where we are. Um, I think going into this, I was hoping we'd make it out of the groups, and I think we've got a solid foundation to do that. It was important, I think, to get off to a strong start. I mean, I'm sure we'll, we'll come on to this with the games. Like, but playing last year's winners and last year's runners-up in the first two games could have really made or break our campaign. So mm. to find ourselves third after the first round, we're in the break before the, the next, I think it's another two weeks of pretty much non-stop 2020 going on, right? Yeah. Um, it is really important, really encouraging, and really promising. Yeah, I agree. I think it's been a re really positive start. Um, I think you know, uh, at this stage, the objective is to get through the group stage, isn't it? Um, and then I think we're we're very disappointed we don't. I think we're, yeah, halfway through this, the the group group matches, and yeah, we're in a strong position, nice sitting third. Yeah, just got to stay there. And also, handy, we're not playing um, Surrey at the Oval, given how well they're doing. So that's been, I was a bit annoyed when the fixture list came out. I thought it was quite, a, you know, we talked about the last podcast, and we did. It's quite a nice, nice match to go to, and a lot of Essex fans turn up for that one because, you know, pretty easy to get to from Essex. But yeah, I'm now, now looking at it tactically. Blessing. 
yeah particularly <laughs> given our form at home as well um I think for us um it's not, it's not the end of the world um but we've got Friday well we don't tend to talk about dates but you know up next next few matches we've obviously got uh Sussex at home Ravi's <clears throat> return sorry Ravi's return to Chelmsford Ravi's return I know it was quite a nice you get, um, there, you get a good reception or a bad reception given it's Friday I, night Chelmsford I, I think you'll be mixed I think there'll be some that'll be extremely excited myself included to be fair because I can't hold a grudge um it's just not my nature but um if they bat first, uh, I think it would be a, a nice reception. If they bat second, once people are a few beers in, I think you'll you'll get a bit of a mixed, maybe yeah. slightly more hostile reception. Mm, yeah, I think that's probably a good that's probably a good call actually. Um, I was talking to some cricket about Essex fans. Uh, I don't know, can't remember where how we got into conversation or where, where I met them because they weren't friends of mine. It was probably it must have been in some cricket pavilion after a match I was playing in. And they were saying how, oh, that T20 file, but final, they knew Rabi was uh, was off because you could tell it in his eyes. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, from from 50 yards away. Oh, they were on telly or whatever, I don't know. But yeah, I thought they were like, you know when people try and like, oh, I predicted that. I was like, no, you didn't. And there's, there's things you could have said in that season that again, you saw you yeah, predicted his, him leaving, but don't say the final when he was, you know, winking at the camera and blowing kisses to the, you know, looking really happy. Uh, that's just that's just a nonsense. But that's just people that wanting to feel like they, you know, is it's that kind of distant one-upmanship, isn't it? You know, everyone does it to some degree. But no, I, th- I think it'll be a positive reception from my friend. I certainly hope it will be. Um, and I think it'll be a nice evening. Because obviously the weather forecast is looking really good over the next few days um, as well, which I think should, I'm just, just thinking in terms of the pitch, that should go in our favour mm-hmm. um, in terms of bowling. So, yeah, quite, yeah. quite exciting. If he gets a duck, there'll be a lot of ge- like poking, dag jeering, you know, fun jeering. yeah. But what do you think in terms of, and we're talking about the fans' reception, what do you think is, how do you think that the Essex players are going to respond to him being on the opposition? Do you think they're just going to be like sort of quite aloof or are they going to be like, you know? I'm sure they'll be friendly, friendly before the game, you know, but they've got a job to do. And once, once that like star kicks in, it would just mm. go out the window, you know. He'll just be another player until the game's over, and then they'll probably catch up or something. But is he though? Because we know, we all know him so well, and they all know him so well in terms of you know how he plays, how he thinks. You know, maybe that maybe Essex can use it to their advantage. I don't know. Just thinking out loud. Don't know if that's how it works. I mean, certainly whenever but- I've played against players that have played on my team before and then suddenly on the, op- on the opposition you've got a bit of an advantage there because you know sort of what their weaknesses are and sort of how they respond to certain balls and I think with Barry playing in, in, in the England squad for a reasonable amount of time you know his, his performance has been analysed so much by Sky Sports and, and the, the national media anyway that 
that he's one of these players that it's just it, that's out in the um, in the ether, isn't it? You know, international international cricketers that that's just there. It's very easy to find. Yeah, I mean, I imagine we do that prep for everyone. Um, yeah, there's probably a greater advantage because you, you know, if you're Cook or I don't know who's probably going to play uh, Harmer, you've bowled against him a few times. You know, he probably doesn't like that one that's a little bit further outside of him as to reach and or, you know, he doesn't like it on his toes. But at the same time, it goes the other way. He knows you like to put that mix-up ball, fourth ball of the over, so he'll come down and charge you for the six. It's, it's pros and cons. Yeah, we interesting though. Know, I'd like to see, you know, when um, Harmer and Ravi first meet again at Chelmsford. Because that, that was, I think that was part of the reason for leaving, wasn't it? That, that, you know, he didn't get on with Harmer's captain. Was that a massive reason? Yeah, anyway, Cheese mentioned last uh, last last podcast about how you know um, he wanted to bat higher up the order and stuff like that, and he didn't like the, the role that he was given in um, in Essex's T Twenty matches. As well as I think of, I think the big reason was that he wanted um, he wanted a white ball only contract to you know do the do the <clears throat> all the various leagues around the world, including during during the English season. But I, I, I do think that he wasn't happy. His last season wasn't a fully happy one. Wasn't he was need drop for a couple of games. Uh, yeah, I think so. Although I don't know if he was dropped or I'm going to use air quotes here of rested. <laughs> um, it, it certainly was a, a smooth last season. I part of me thinks that he wanted the T20 captaincy over Harmer, and then when we made that decision, it probably he was just like, well, I'll. Not, I'll just go chase the money, but also, you know, freed him up from that kind of weight that if he hasn't got the responsibility, he can go off and do the leagues around the world, have a bit more flexibility in, it's not the twilight of his career, but, you know, it's the tail end. Yeah, because I read Nasser Hussain's book and he was talking about how um, one of the things he, he loved... He- his love for Essex shone through the book and how much he cared for the county. Because given that, given that, you know, people aren't reading his books, they're Essex fans, really, they're reading his books of England career. He spent so much time talking about Essex, it was quite interesting. Uh, and he was, so one of his criticisms, he said at the club, was that the captaincy was often passed on to the sort of the next in line for it in terms of um, service to the club rather than who was best. Uh, and he mentioned a couple of our former captains who shouldn't have been captaincy and they, they really couldn't cope with it. Um, and maybe Ravi, if he's you know, because he got he he entered his career, didn't he, during that era, the late nineties, early noughties, when he was coming through the academy of that culture. So maybe yeah, maybe you're right, Chief, that he he saw himself as he's been here long enough, um, and he's a he's a, he should be the next in line for the captaincy, and not some bloke who's from South Africa. But the bloke from Safafco won the whole thing. So oh, yeah, that, that is a good, it's a good decision. I'm saying that if if, <laughs> if you're going right as soon as, as soon as Tendo's retired, you know, I've been here as long as him, as long as Cook. Um, I'm next, you know, and then waiting for that phone call, it never came. And if if it wasn't handled properly, um, we you know someone taking him aside before the, you know, just the usual thing you'd hope good management would do, they say, like, you know, we've gone we're going a different direction or whatever. 
uh, but what wasn't done, it just sprung upon him in the, when he was, you know, when it means like an award ceremony, you're expecting your name to be called out, and like, so he's not, you're like, oh, right. Um, it's a devil wears Prada moment. Yeah, exactly. So I think he made that, 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 I think that, I think you made a good point there, Chief, that he, he may have um, wanted more from that to roll in as Essex. Well, as long as he gets the duck, that's all that matters. Not because I have only grudge against him, I just don't want us to lose. Well, yeah, no, we, that, that, that's not a slight on him as an individual, is it? It's, that's a reflection of a strong person. We want a strong person to underperform in that in that in that game. So I think that's that's perfectly reasonable. Um, okay, so we'll, so that's uh, that's uh, Sussex kind of started for Friday. Um, we're not going to dwell on the loss at Glamorgan because that just I think I do think that was a a blip, and I said that in my little preview video. Um, and it was a shame that Gloucestershire was banned. But you know, but then from you know the first few games and then uh, the last you know last couple, I think we, there were some really exciting moments. Um, but it seems it's quite obvious, isn't it, that that our form, as predicted, because um, we talked about this in the last pod and the one before about you know the the, the home advantage. Um, we're certainly performing a lot better at home. Um, you know, really fantastic performances with you know Kent and well, Kent, well, Kent was a highlight for me. Um, so, do we can can we do do we think? So we've got the next two fixtures are at home, um, and then after that, to be fair, you know, most of them are at home, aren't they? In the next few games, so actually, we really need to play on that home advantage. The only the only kind of threat there is uh, is Lords. There you go. With the rail strike. With the rail strike, that yeah, I was just going to say that that's going to that's going to be a real pain in the backside for people to get to. Yeah. We got, well, I, I think I've got tickets for that, haven't I? Yeah, I've planned going. Sure You're going as well, aren't you? I'm yeah, not sure yeah. I get there. So, I'm, if I get there for second innings. I try, try and tell myself that football match lasts 90 minutes and I'll travel a long way for that. So yeah. any means of a T20 match lasts about 90 minutes. So that's what I'm trying to justify. But if you can get home or not. Yeah, because that's not looking... As a non-driver. Yeah. Is everyone saying that to drive to like one of the um, central line train stations at the end of the line? Oh, you could get like, like, like Loughton or somewhere like that. Yeah. Uh, go up to Newbury Park and go in that way. Yeah. yeah. That's New well, there you go. Hot tip from from you heard it here first. There you go. Uh, if you're planning on going on the 23rd, beware. Travel will be a nightmare. Okay. Um. So uh, it, let's 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 have a look back over these matches. And so, because um, I, I know obviously at some point, cheese, you're going to be itching to talk about Critchley. Um. But um, are there any key moments that that have really stood out, or any key performances? Um. You know, I know I know what I'm going to talk about, and I know Cheese, you're probably going to bristle at it, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Start us um, off, then, Terry. All right, then. I was, I know, he, 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 I think because she did really well at Middlesex. There you go. I said it. 67, very good, um, and actually sort of redeemed himself. And we, I think we see, we see, we saw what well, I certainly saw in that game the form that has, you know. Um, been sort of the hallmark of his success in the seconds so yeah 
um I thought it was a really nice um really nice to to see him playing um and I was impressed even though his first performance was a bit poor but um yeah I think that was a bit of a crowning glory in that game and he worked really well with, with what was really nice is he seemed to kind of fit in with the rest of the team really well in that game so yeah I'm giving him a little shout out because I think nobody else will There we go. All right, go on, Cheese. It's hard not to get wax lyrical about Critchley. He consistently performs. It might he might not always get good runs. You know, there are a few, you know, 11s, 18s or whatever. But with the ball, he always looks dangerous. I think he's quite a way like our leading wicket taker in the 2020 mm. he you know if he's not performing at one end of the pitch or in one role he is with the other and you know oh, i just think he's just what a signing he's been so far another person and i don't know if i'm stealing anyone's thunder here but I think he's getting overlooked is Walter. Yeah, I'd agree with you. He is ticking along quite nicely and often finds himself closing out games or building solid partnerships in the middle for us to, to go on and get a result. What are your thoughts on that? Are you in agreement? Yeah, I was trying to find some um, quickly stats, but um, I should have brought up earlier. But yeah, I think think they've all been really good players. I think I know if, um, on Victoria Polly's show, Critchley um, was on uh, this week. So that those listening, that will be on the fifteenth. You want to go back on the BBC Sounds? And he was talking about you know how how well he started, and I think they might have asked if he was one of the. They're comparing him to the you know likes of Ravi Opar and other great all-rounders we've had in the club. Um, it's nice to see, because I think during the Red Bull series, we didn't get to see the, how good he was. I mean, I'd maybe just set, you know settling into a new club and stuff took a bit of a... It's um, to get into. But for me, I think Sam Cook, I've been really, really impressed. Um, and not just because, I mean, he's always, he's always a good player. He looks like someone who's come back from international duty and is now wowing us with his new skills. Um, you know, you know, you know, like whenever when when players come back off their England duty or whatever, and they come back and so like, you know, oh, this this is a this this person's bringing an international level of playing to to domestic leagues, and it looks really amazing. Even though Sam's not been playing at those levels, he he just every the way he walks, the confidence he's got, but his fielding is is phenomenal. Um, he's he's incredible in the field. He's he's quick, um, and he he just looks like you know. So like a professional horse, professional cricketer, but he looks world class, uh, and I understand. You can see why he's been drafted as a hundred. Uh, and also, I think Sam's as well. I think Sam's has been a, a wonderful, yeah, yeah. wonderful field. I, I don't think fielding is praised enough, but T Twenty is the format where your fielding has to be spot on. Otherwise, you're going to suddenly, if you leak 20, 30 runs in the field, that's that's win or lose for the game. You've got no time to make that back. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, people like Sam Cook and and Sam's been for me in the field have been. Seriously impressive. 
when I've gone too much. Sorry, sorry, sound. Oh, it's just my feedback on here. Then no, but I, I think I think you make a really particularly with Sam's because he he was on my list to come back to, um, and because I was obviously he is so fast. I mean, he was he was like lightning watching him. You know, you know, especially when he was he running into to 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 catch, and I was like, he's never going to make it. He's never going to make it, and he it just tears past other people and get how he gets there I don't I don't know he's like he's on rocket fuel or something but um I remember so you know at at Kent not at Kent but when um when when we beat Kent um so Sam's caught one two three four caught four and bowled two like just phenomenal um and and he and he was really impressive to watch um you know decent economy as well so yeah I, I was really impressed with Sam's I don't know how I feel about Sam's I feel like it's hard for me because I don't want to be mean and I, I often reflect on our squad in the T20s quite a rookie squad right Butterman and Pepper played a handful of games and they're sort of Establish themselves as this is their first real season in the squad, and and it's the same with you know Sam's not played much before first few games. Establish himself as like you don't want to say like rookie season, but I guess like this is the breakout season. But I feel like he's underperforming with the ball. Yeah, I agree. For an overseas player, I agree with that. Because you expect so much, don't you? You expect to be importing, um, expecting import success, aren't you? From your overseas players, given you've got most of the world to choose from. I think you two have been a little bit harsh. But, I mean, what what was it? Was he brought in specifically as a bowler? Was that his role? Because if he's underperforming with the ball, we can, you know, you can say, okay, well, that's, that's fair enough, then we can be annoyed about that. But because I forget what his particular skill set meant to be, or, or I, but I was just wowed with just how fast he runs. Um, he's all around, isn't he? He's meant, meant to contribute both his bat, the bat and the ball. Well, wish he's done. I think he's done that. I'm just no, well, maybe I'm just I, getting I, I, old age. I'm just not critical enough. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just I'm not convinced. Like we've had really good performances. We're doing really well in the table, and then I kind of reflect holistically, and I think I don't see us going on and winning because our economy isn't good enough, or Whilst we're doing really well with the bat, you know, we, we've hit what one eight five against Kent was one eight six something like that. One eight one eight oh no, one eight six was um, Middlesex. We haven't hit two hundred, which other teams have. We've not, you know, Glamorgan blew us out for one hundred and thirteen. We have an incredible economy rate 
and kept us really tight and restricted. We've not done that. We're sort of better than average in all the key stats, which is why we're there on merit in our position in the table. But we haven't hit the excellence that I think you need to have to win the whole thing. Yeah, I agree. So look at his batting stats. You know, he's got, he's not, is his highest score 14? It's something like that. It's, yeah, it's not a huge score. Yeah. But I do find it strange, well, given that, you know, given that Chelmsford is also such a small ground when they bring the boundary in and have the extra seats in that, what it's called the Eagles enclosure or something. Um, yeah, I do find it odd that, uh, yeah, we have we've we haven't pitched close to two hundred any any point. Sorry, guys, I have to mute there for a second. I've just got a lobby right outside my window. Apologies for that. But um, okay, what that that what you've just said there, Jesus, kind of giving me pause. Um. Do do you think that we don't have it in us to win this competition then? Given oh, that not reaching the level of excellence that you you think other other teams are, I think it's just tempered expectation, right? Anyone can win on any day. Like we've seen that, right? Glamorgan beat us. Glamorgan, if you look at it in the table, are the second worst team um, by quite a margin. So how have they beaten the third best team? Is it an upset? Is it a fluke? Or was it just a great performance? So I think the good thing about the 2020 is that it's short and it's exciting and anything can happen. But if you measured us against Surrey, and Surrey are probably having the season of their life, both in the county championship and the 2020, I would put, money on us losing like if we played them 10 times I think we'd lose seven yeah they are storming aren't they at the moment well they're I mean they're, they're not just ahead but they are comfortably ahead and they've only played seven and we've played eight they've got three times our net run rate that's <laughs> the thing right <laughs> they're excelling at both sides they're constricting games with good economy and they're also explosive with the bat. If we could be better than average with the bat and keep these 160s, 180s, but also be very tight on the economy with the ball, then I'd, I'd 100% put us in the conversation because it seems to be middling. And you, know, you look at some of these scorecards and the economy for most of the bowlers is over 10. But you can't really have that in a competitive 2020 anything over 10 is all loose yeah you want to be in the eight nines and if you can get it under that then you're incredibly tight hmm. so maybe then we need to have a look what, what, what so what are sorry doing differently i know we said they're like you said they're like you used a really amazing phrase there and i've forgotten it already but like magic with the bat or something like that what what is, is there anything that we're doing specifically wrong? Or, or, I because I, I I don't I don't see it as 
I think I mean they're obviously a standout team and they're doing exceptionally well, but it's really hard to see given the performances that, that you know we've watched that there's there's anything glaringly wrong. Do you know what I mean? You can't just go, oh, you're do, you're doing this. It it's it's just we're not we're not getting the runs that we want to get. And does that, does that make sense? It's, it, there's nothing like you know horrendous. I don't you know, think we're doing anything wrong. Like I think we're playing to the best of our ability, but in a game of such fine margins, this is like the areas that you'd look at and go away and say, we're not quite measuring up. Um, you know, we're only comparing ourselves to the Southern group. We'll see. I mean, it's probably us, sorry. Hampshire going in. They, they're decent. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to say Somerset are going to carry on their form. I, I think they're a little bit of an anomaly. I don't see them making it out of the group stage. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, Somerset. Um, yeah. They've got more points than us in less games. Yeah, because they've only played seven as well. Same as Surrey. Whereas yeah, everyone, everyone else in the I'm group played look at their Look at their county championship scores, right? Just because they're doing well in these, it feels more of an outlier than their actual true form is much lower so I'm I'm not maybe I'll be wrong but I'm not counting on Somerset to go through if you said like well we're in the top three and four and then you measured us against like the northern group it probably is a bit more comparable and maybe sorry is just an extreme outlier yeah I mean I think yeah I think apart from Ken, I think Ken asked buying miracles out of it. Um, yeah, I think even uh, down to Glamorgan is a chance that they could sneak in the top four. But if you put a string of run, uh, wins together, it seems unlikely. But, you know, they're, they're not... They're within some possibilities. Um, but, yeah, I, I do think it could all change in, in another eight matches. Or seven. Yeah, whereas Northern Group, yeah. I'm hoping we're the team to break, sorry. That I would like to see. We've missed off a player that we um we regularly come back to, but again, Cheese, you, you, you mentioned it pre-pod. Mr. Snater. He, he's just very consistent. He does his job and he's doing really well. He's another Critchley, like performing at all sides. Although he's not been in the squad that much. It's been nice to rotate him out a bit, I think. You know, people like Alison have had a good bowl and mm. Stater's sort of been managed, I think is the way to describe it with, with his game time, like having pretty much played every minute of every test game. So far. So who, who would you say then for like if, if we've got an ideal squad for the Surrey? Like who would you who are your non-negotiables? Who are non-negotiables? Who, 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 who yeah, got, uh, they have to be playing Friday? 
like that's to both of you obviously if there's anyone that you specifically think you know we can't who can we not do without can I tell you who we can do without <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine you answer the question however you like it's like being back at school <laughs> so I would cut Rossington yep yep I think we're unanimous on that one I'm trying to just not make this the We Hate Rossington podcast. Um, it's been last week. We've not said anything mean about him. True. That's very true. It's been fair and balanced. It's been pretty factual. completely emissive and just pretending he's not there. Bit of both. I think Bartleman opens. I'm not sure yet who goes in alongside him. Pepper. Cre- who is that? Would you have Pepper or Bottleman keeping wicket? So you've got another space there for another batsman come in. Yes. So Pepper probably keeps one or one of them, whoever fancies it on the day. But I really liked how we, when we had Bottleman opening, Pepper, Critchley, Water as like three, four, five. I thought that was really strong in terms of opening batsmen. Yeah. But what I don't know is who comes in at two if it's not Rossington. Cushy? Cushy, he's been doing that for the seconds and smashing it, hasn't he? See, like I said, give the boy a shot. I think what you were saying earlier, is about not posting, you know, getting up to the really high run rates of sort of almost double figures, which, <clears throat> you know, is in, in this modern day T20 is not unheard of. Um, I think, yeah, giving us an, an, a, another... Um, explosive batsman like Chris you can do would be brilliant so you've got yeah. Pe- Pe- Pepper Critchley Water Wesley Josh, Josh Rimmel Rimmel's not really played at all has he I feel like they're saving him for the one day cup yeah I thought, well, he's, so, he's so good at I know it's different format but he's so good at the other stuff he was last season Unless maybe that was just a, a lucky day of the year and he's not been performing in training. Because we don't see who goes on training, do we? Well, I guess they basically... Yeah, that's true. But I just can't see Washington, you know... I've not seen any evidence he's going to start smashing quick 50s and 60s. Uh, and I, I, I can't... I don't see any evidence he's like... He's electric behind the stumps, you know, taking... You know, you see some of the... Some of the clips on social media about other, other counties have got keepers who are just taking these mad, wonderful diving catches. Like what I know Wheater can do. I just don't think Wheater's good enough at it to be in the T20 squad. And obviously, he's called, he's, he's, he's obviously called time in his career, isn't he? So, you know, who I Foster? Cameron, Cameron Delport. Yeah, I was thinking Cameron Delport when you're talking. You, know, you either got Nor- big scores. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's what we miss from the our second spot. He tried, he tried to hit the first ball for six, didn't he? If he missed, he got bold. If he didn't, it just uh, set up the rest, set up the rest of the innings. Just so laissez faire. He just didn't, didn't get didn't give a shit. It was just like I'm gonna hit out or get out. <laughs> I think that's what made him so appealing, though, wasn't it? He was a bit a bit of a spec, provided a bit of a spectacle for the for the crowd. I think you need you need. You can't have every single player doing that because he could end up being bowled up for 10. But um, <laughs> I, think you, I think you need one or two players, don't you? In modern D20 cricket, whose job it is to, from the ball one, is try and hit a six. And I think um, someone like, 
um, Pepper is is playing well enough to, for Harmer to go. You 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 haven't you don't allow one or two balls balls to see it in. You get in the nets, you get a bowling machine on you, and you're smacking the ball. And when you get in the middle, the first ball you, the first ball you're trying, trying to hit the ground, and he becomes that Delport role. And also, it's what the crowd like up chances. And I, I mean, I'm pro bowling. I like good bowling, and you know, people taking wickets. But you, you, the crowd around me clearly like when you know when our batsmen are hitting it into the river. Yeah, and that's what kind of creates the atmosphere, isn't it? So. It has been flat this year. Yeah, fewer people, I think, as well. But um, more. But sold, sold out ticket. I mean, the match is sold out. But it doesn't fit. Maybe it's because there are that there isn't the noise, but it didn't feel packed last time I was there, even though it was set up. But hey ho, it's good to to be fair. It's, it's, it's just I know we we talked this before, and I won't dwell on it. But you know, we're we're, we're two years um, from from away from the first lockdown. Um, it this is it just glorious to be able to go to to cricket and watch a game and not be socially distanced and have a packed out crowd and really enjoy it. So I'm, I'm just enjoying being back to normality. And I, I, I think... Um, so who, who's a bowling then? We've got our bats sorted. So so, sorry, should I just yield to you, Mr. Oh, no, sorry. As opposed. I don't, I don't worry about move on from... Yeah, so Cook. 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 I'm, I'm starting at 11. Cook. Sam's. Well, Sam's coming up the order, right? So you're going Critchley Wards to Sam's Wesley or Wesley Sam's Harmer. And then it's this middle bit. And I've forgotten how many people I've named now. So I'm probably only down to about two names. Alison. I feel like Alison's been very consistent, probably deserves to keep his spot. So then the question is, do you bring in Snater or do you keep Nijar? We kept Walter in the team. I'm keeping Walter in the team. Yeah. I, I'm, I feel feel like Walter's solid anchor. You know, he can close the game. Song. Yeah. Uh, I would leave out Allison and have Najar and Snater. I feel like that's got more experience, but then I yeah, not, like... not knocking not Adam's not a good bowler. I just think he's not as good as. I mean, you need a spin option. That's it. We to... need need two really. You need two because you need that. I'm going to say Ravi role, but it's the one that can slow the the game down. Like if you're in the twentieth over and the game is tight, balls can't go for six. You need the difficult off-cutter that they won't want to play and get the dot balls out. You, you, that death bowling. And I'm not sure who in the team I could see doing it at the moment. Yeah. I think that's a good team. That good, that's a good lineup. Strong. I think we should post it and then see if Essex follow suit on Friday. Okay, right. Well, um, I'll listen back and uh, and I'll write that down. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll do that. Um, so looking ahead to Friday, then um, let's uh, let's hope it's a let's hope it's a win for Essex. Um, and uh, 
we'll see what Essex come up with in terms of the lineup and if, uh, if they've listened uh, to our podcast and uh, taken our our points. Well, fingers crossed. Um, next episode, we're um, we're cruising into the groups uh, into knockout stage. Well, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we'll be at that stage, won't we? So and then it becomes a real. Then it doesn't matter about all form and everything out of the window, doesn't it? It's just about winning three one-off games. Yeah. Four. Four. Four, four games. Depends where we are in the group division. If we have, yeah, we're to do that. Yeah. I can't. I can't see us getting in top two. I think we have to go to the long road. I think top four. Yeah, we top. We top four, not top two. That's my thinking. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we'll get top two. If we say where we are now, I'll be very happy. With that threes. I think threes are. are threes are a good position to be in. Yeah, and something we should tend to look forward to and cement the place at three. You don't Brilliant. want to be four. It's too nervous. That, nerves getting away at four. No, that's 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 danger zone. I think that will that will cause a bit bit too much anxiety. Okay. No, well, was it was it Kent when we took the last place on the last day, and they you know they were in there and then like. Yeah, it was. It moves too much. Yeah, and yeah. run rates need to come into play. And... Yeah, you don't. Yeah, that's what I'm four. It's a three. You know, so that could happen. It's unlikely. But four, yeah, I think that's that's not good for the players to go into the last two matches in the fourth. There's too much uncertainty there. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I think well, the G's right early about I mean Surrey we have to really <laughs> have some like some illness going through the squad to not win the group. Yeah, but we we say that you know every every game um has its own nuances. We don't know what's gonna happen and actually they might have an absolute they might come a cropper in, in yeah, on Friday. Um, we just don't know. So, um, but we will know in two weeks' time, and that's when I'll see both of you again. Um, and hopefully we are in a, a similar or stronger position than we are now. So, um, on that note, it's uh, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.